0: Love Talk Radio. 10 Nation Sports Show. I'm your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. Glad to be in the studio here this Monday night. Tell you what, it's been a, uh, it's been a busy week. Um, a lot of a lot of moves in the n f l and i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best to tackle um all these uh, moves that have happened um in, in just this quick week alone it seems like one once one domino fell all the rest of them just started falling after that um uh, we will have major league baseball and on time no games missed i'm glad to see that a few uh rule changes um we'll we'll briefly discuss that um with all the NFL moves going on, I don't think we're going to get into many of the trades or signings in Major League Baseball. We will carry that into next week um, as uh, we uh, dig deeper into that as well. Uh, talk about the Army football. Um, had some uh, not-so-good news come out of the Army football this last week. And uh, Kyrie Irving. Um Interesting topic. <laughs> Very interesting topic. It uh, just, uh, uh, I don't know, New York, keep it classy. That's all I can say about that uh, at this moment anyway. i got a lot more to say about that. It makes no sense to me. Um, don't forget, Tuesday nights you guys can find uh, Race Chat Live right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Chris, Taz, and uh, Craig will be in the studio, 8 o'clock, uh, to recap uh, Phoenix and get you guys ready for next week's race. Um, don't forget you guys can catch all the shows here on Blog Talk Radio. You can catch it over on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Radio, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, Stitcher. There is a couple other places um, in case uh, you don't necessarily listen to uh uh, podcast on Blog Talk Radio, is uh, I know there's quite a few people do, but there's, I, I know that iHeartRadio has a huge following on Pat podcast. So if you happen to uh, catch this uh, post and link on uh, our fan page, so 110 Nation Sports, or just happen to uh, come across it, um, there is multiple ways to catch it. Um, so make sure that uh, however you uh, want to catch it, you catch it that way. I want to welcome aboard uh, Phoenix Fitness. You guys can check them out of, at m I'm sorry, fnxfit.com. Um, great company, great products: protein, BCAAs, amino acids, pre-workouts. You name it, they got it. You guys use code fnxizzk and get 15% off your order. Um, I know that this is the second go round of products that I've had. Um, I know I've still not gotten into details about my car, but uh, the first go-around of products was in my gym bag in the car that was stolen, and I didn't get back. Um, so um <laughs> uh, didn't get far into that before it was all stolen from me. So I'm in my second round of products. I, I can tell you I have the orange, it's like an orange cream Um morning am protein i love the taste of it good quality stuff and then uh, i have the uh peanut butter chocolate peanut butter um whey protein that i use in the afternoon i'm uh, a big fan of that as well um today i use the uh pre-workout um we didn't actually go workout we went and uh we did some cardio we went for a walk about three mile walk <clears throat> so uh Took some of that, and uh, I forgot to take the post post the post workout, uh, the pre workout is called Recharge. Um, but uh, give them a give them a gander. This is the word I'm going to use. Like I said, it's uh, fnxfit.com. Like um, I said, use the code fnxizzk get 15% off, and it'll uh, help us continue to grow. Um, with their supports we'll be able to uh get some more upgrades and, and do some more things here at the one ten nation. Uh so make sure you guys check them out as well. Um Gary Irving. So the the New York <laughs> the, the the New York um city based or the city private sector vaccine mandate is still in place. In order to work for a New York City-based business, you must be vaccinated. We all know that Kyrie Irving is not necessarily against the vaccination. He's more so against the fact that he's being forced to take the vaccination. Um, while Irving was allowed in the building because they've lifted the sanctions that the fans are allowed to be in there unvaccinated unmasked um and he was a plain customer, not an employee, everything was fine and and that was that was the big talk um it was uh, this this whole conversation. We we'd even posted on the One Ten fan page, talking about the fact that this man can't play none of the home games because New York's like one of the last states to to come off the grip hold and, and basically um, don't want to lose their power over the people. That uh, they're they're making them be vaccinated in order to to play basketball but you you can still have thousands on top of thousands of people shoulder to shoulder that vas- that vas- vaccinated or not vaccinated choice to wear a mask or not wear a mask but he is not allowed to play the basketball a basketball game because he's not vaccinated which in all reality he was only gonna be around what was it thirteen people on the roster plus coach and stuff so twenty, twenty five people at a close uh close contact outside of the handful of players from the other team that he's going to be in in close proximity of versus all the fans and we just went to a Columbus Blue Jacket game like two weeks ago and I know how crowded it gets. I know how even even in today's um, time, um, the the um, post-COVID era, the uh, inflation, the war, all that stuff going on, people are still out. People are still doing their thing. So New York as a city or state or New York City has, in their mind, has no issue with him sitting with thousands on top of thousands of people without a mask as long as he's a paying customer and not be vaccinated but is not allowed to play on the courts with his team (laughs) because he's not vaccinated. Well, where the plot twists, the the plot twist there is the fact that halftime he decided to go into the locker room. I don't know for what reason. I don't know if it was for a pep talk, say hey to the guys, use the bathroom, I don't know what he went in there for, but because he entered the locker room, therefore he violated um, <laughs> he violated the, man, the mandate, and he technically crossed over into the workplace environment, which has now res- resulted in the Brooklyn Nets getting a $50,000 fine. I'm, I'm kind of confused by all this. So unvaccinated Kyrie Irving could have been with tens of thousands of people. Gone, stood in line, gone to the bathroom, done all these things would have been fine, but because he went into the locker room where there's a limited amount of people. That means there's plenty of space in between most of these people. I'm not saying they kept their distance, but there's plenty of space. Now you're going to charge the team (laughs) $50,000. You wonder why there's been so much controversy, conflict, uh, pro-mask, anti-mask, pro-vaccination, anti-vaccination people in this world, because... None of it makes sense. How they pick and choose what rules, when we're going to follow these rules, what rules apply to who. I mean, we've seen multiple times the different uh, government functions and stuff going on, People weren't wearing masks when we was all supposed to be wearing masks. People not vaccinated and vaccinated all in the same place, working together and everything else. So how they pick and choose, you weren't allowed to go to churches, but you were allowed to go here. You weren't allowed to go there, but you were allowed to go here. Never, never has made any sense. And this is just one more thing to add on to the fact that we're on the back side of this. At this point, other than the China, China's on a whole shutdown because uh, they they've had a whole breakout again. Um, I don't know if it's a different variant or what it is, but uh, the China China more, uh, stocks and the whole market and everything is is taking a hit. And for those that follow the market, that's what a lot of what fluctuated today and caused a lot of things to go red is because China's shutting down because they have like a zero tolerance of the whole the whole virus that came from them and they they end up having some kind of outbreak. But the rest of the world, for the most part too, and mainly the United States what we're focused on at this point, is past all this. We've done lifted about every mandate, sanction, requirement, everything else. Not good on New York City though. But only for a basketball player and employee war employees. Now we can have tens of thousands of people all packed like sardines into a stadium or an arena, but you can't have one of those people actually playing a sport, and or that that violates a whole different set of rules. That makes no sense. Uh, the Army uh, football team. Um, uh, while, in Florida, while in Florida, during spring break, two members of the Army's football program were hospitalized after a drug-related incident at a Florida, at a Florida vacation home. According to South Florida's son, Sentinel, um, an Army player was among six people, were found unconscious and then were hospitalized after overdosing on fentanyl-laced uh, cocaine. Um, two of the six individuals were, who overdosed are confirmed students at the U.S. Military Academy while another Army football player was at the house that was unharmed. Um, as of Friday, two individuals remain in critical condition and on ventilators while three are in stable condition. One has been released. Um, after using the drug, two individuals in the house suffered cardiac arrest, two others had um enough fentanyl in their system to cause an overdose but mouth to mouth was performed to attempt to revive these students um it's crazy um, you you would think a military base school this this wouldn't wouldn't be an issue um no, it wasn't until the uh, Fayetteville Observer—it um, was the uh, newspaper for the uh, Fayetteville area, right there, Fort Bragg—until they published talking about the uh, the heroin problem that was going on on Fort Bragg. I, I and this was after I was out of the military. I had no clue. Um, I, you know, it's just one of those things you don't. He wouldn't think, uh, especially knowing that there's drug tests. Um, I couldn't tell you how many times that I, I had to get tested while I was in the military. Um, I knew a couple people that had gotten discharged um, for getting caught with weed, um, but it wasn't one of those things that, you know, you just thought you had to do a few that didn't care and just smoked weed and that was it. Um, didn't have any idea that to the extent um, it was such a pandemic um, when it comes to the military and, and more so for Bragg since I was right there. Um, I know that there for the longest time while I was in, um, you could have gotten Percocet for pretty much anything. It, it was kind of their fix-all prescription that they would hand out. And from life's experience, I know that once you you got hooked on that and it became harder, because then of course the military cracked down and, and made it less accessible and, and getting those prescriptions were becoming more and more difficult you had to find alternative things to take care of now the addictions you had to these bills. Um, Life experience showed me that heroin was an easy, easy fix. It was more accessible, it was cheaper. Um, You don't have to have a prescription necessarily to get those, or get that. Um, and, And you know, that was kind of the unfortunate of where Past relationships led my life down and and kind of took me the route and lost everything that I lost. Um, but there's no doubt in my mind that's kind of the route and the road that handing out Percocet like it was candy in the military led a lot of the a lot of these soldiers, as, especially the time frame, and I'm talking about ten fifteen years now at this point. Uh, well, maybe not 15, maybe more like seven to 10 years. Um, had gotten so used to being able to get, you know, for whatever reason that they could come up with to get these Percocet, that end up turning into a whole, whole different issue on a whole addiction. That they had to find different things and different ways to cope with the withdrawals and the the need with the, what they felt needs. Now, I, I don't know what led these these young men, these six youngs uh um, basically college students, to have uh the need or or the feel that they needed to do this when they had the whole bright future in front of them and everything else, and then of course, going down to Florida spring break time obviously that's one thing always leads to another, and I'm sure alcohol and everything else was involved um and and i'm sure that uh oh try this this blah 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 conversation came up um but uh, unfortunately um this is one of those things that now you 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 have a couple lives that are going to be affected permanently um on a on a physical side um, now you're going to have six students that their lives are probably going to change permanently, as in, I doubt the, uh, Army, uh, military academy is going to keep these soldiers or soldiers to be, um, and now life is going to go in a whole completely different direction. Um, hopefully it's one of those things that the military, um, starts taking a deeper dive into how things have been done, how things are being done, and finding ways to help prevent this to be an issue. I I know you're going to have your people that are going to do whatever they want and are are going to live the life they feel that they want to live and are going to use recreational drugs and um, find means to get whatever they want. But I hope that um, the military um, works hard at working with um, doctors and and physicians to find alternative means to to help Um, instead of just handing out different things and different pills and different um, drugs to help make it a – Easier path to addiction and, and explore different things, and by no means, no means as all six of these um, young men and all those in the past that have gone from getting ibuprofen because that was the other thing ibuprofen was a big thing but if it was anything more than a minor bump it was you went from a, a six hundred ibuprofen to straight to perks which Perkins says right, right where they went took you to. Um, There's no no, you know, excuse or, or no you know. They knew what they were doing, um, but uh, hopefully, hopefully the military and physicians around the world period figure out an alternative way and a better way to help um, people deal with what's going on and this pandemic. This is just, just one of those things that it seems that every time you turn on the news, every time you. You flip the page; either someone's OD, um, somebody's laced something with something, and it, it it just one of those things that it just keeps. It's a whole domino effect. Um, the NFL this week, crazy week. Um, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers becomes the most or the highest paid player in NFL history. Um, Tom Brady. That was his retirement. Was shorter than the Major League Baseball lockout. As Tom Brady's back for another year. Um, Kirk Cousins. I, I tell you what, this man finds a way to get paid year after year after year. Um, another another fully fully guaranteed extension um, for for a guy that's – Nothing more than a five hundred quarterback, two hundred thirty one million dollars over his career, just just insane. Um, Khalil Mack getting traded, um, Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, um, just the, the insanity of, and that's not even all. <laughs> It's not even all the trades and, and move, movement that went on the NFL. Uh, so let's, let's jump into let's jump into all these. Um, Tom Brady, um, like I said, retired forty days. Uh, Major League Baseball lockout was ninety nine days. Um, jokes going around that uh, this this man spent what forty days off, <laughs> spent time with the kids and wife, and said, you know what, I'm ready to go back to work. Um, The past two months, I've realized my place is still in the field and not the stands. Um, That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates. I love my supportive family. They make it uh, all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa Bay. Well, in the NFL, be playing for Tampa Bay. Um, Not a surprise. Um, You can ask wife. This is the conversation that I've had on multiple occasions. I didn't feel that he was done. The man's always talked about playing until at least 45. He did not even turned 45 yet. He will be 45 this season. I think he turns 45 just before the season, but he wanted to play to, to at least 45. So, I, in the back of my mind, there was always at least one more season. Uh, I don't know what changed. I know he wasn't ready to retire. But I also know that Bruce Arian's coaching style, And Tom Brady's playing style are are two different types. Um, Bruce Arians is a little bit looser on the details and how he runs things. Tom Brady is the perfectionist. he, He wants a tightly ran schedule. He wants things done to perfection. Um, and I know that's been part of the issues and the conflict between Arians and Tom Brady. Um, no AB, um, I'm going to assume that, I know there's a lot of talk in this off season. Um, seemed like there was a lot of a lot of bromance going on between Gronkowski and uh Joe Burrows, but I, I think that uh at the end of the day, Gronkowski is gonna go with the winning quarterback, not a quarterback that falls short. Um so I'm assuming that he is going to if he decides to play another year of football himself, it's going to be in Tampa Bay. I mean, at the end of the day, let's let's be real about a couple of things. One, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow. I don't even think that's even really much of a debate or discussion. Well, let's also talk about the weather. As much as I love being in the great state of Ohio and as much as I love the fact that I can always put enough on, I can never take enough off, when you're out there playing football and you have a choice of playing hot, sunny weather most of the time or playing in either wet, rainy weather or cold, snowy weather, I I think – That beautiful uh, Florida weather would win every time when you're out there playing football. (laughs) Just my just my opinion. Um, So, I I just don't see Gronkowski uh, going anywhere else. I think that you know he came out of retirement to play with Tom Brady and make another run. Uh, Super Bowl run, as, of course, they won the first Super Bowl, got knocked out of the playoffs last year. I just can't see him um, deciding, you know what, uh, I'm going to go play for the Cincinnati team that, in the history of the sport, uh, no quarterback's ever gone, that's loss has ever gone back. Um, so I, I can't see um, you, you taking that that chance. Um, or I think it was what, the first time quarterback, or, or I forget what the stat was. I have to pull that up real quick because now it doesn't make sense when I hear it back saying. I will find it. But let me continue on. I'll work on finding it while we're talking here. Um, how about being that guy? Yeah, that guy. That uh, bought what was... Supposed to be tom brady's last uh <laughs> last uh the football that, uh, that he threw his last touchdown for five hundred and eighteen thousand dollars imagine you outbidding everybody saying i have tom brady's last t d ball right here five hundred and eighteen thousand I'm gonna shell it out that that's a that's one of a kind that's a collector's item. That's something that is going to go in the case, that's going to be put up, and that, that's going to be a prized possession. Uh, Tom Brady fan, NFL fan, fan of just the sport, period. It, it don't matter who you were. I don't care if you hated the man. That It's just, just what he has done in the sports. You, you have to at least appreciate the value of that football and what Tom Brady has done for the sport. Um, and then you find out the next day that Tom Brady is coming out of retirement, and you know what, <laughs> you just bought a ball for $518,000 that is really, um, <laughs> really not even worth uh, $518,000 at this point. Uh, what would be great? I, and I doubt it will ever happen um but what would be great is if um if uh Tom Brady does a solid it is it's not like Tom Brady has not ever done a solid but if Tom Brady did a solid and said you know what um, either A, I will buy that ball back or ball from you, so you're now not paying $518,000 for a ball that is really worthless at this point. Well, I might say worthless, but not worth no $518,000. Or I will uh, swap you for the last TD pass. I will make sure that I get that ball and I will swap you out. That that would be um, That would be something that would show some true class. Um, not that I think anybody would think anything less of Tom Brady and by the time Tom Brady retires and we get to that last um, touchdown pass, will it be a thing of the past? And and other than maybe to, in a meme, it be brought up, it's not something that I feel that is just going to be something. Oh, yeah, remember so-and-so, he bought that ball. Um, I just just don't think anybody's going to be thinking about that really at that point in time. Um, so, but it would be cool to it, it come out that you know, Tom Brady swapped out the ball, bought the ball back, um, and, and added to his collection. As uh, this this fan, this collector decided to spend all this money on a ball that now is not <laughs> not holding any value at this point because the day after Tom Brady says, you know what, I'm not done. Um, Khalil Mack. Um, got traded from the uh chicago bears um, six time pro bowler um is now a Los um los angeles charger um he got traded for a twenty twenty two second round pick and a six round uh six round selection in twenty twenty three um Chargers will also take max entire take on max entire contract um, which has three years remaining and pays out 17.5 million this year, 22.9 million next year, and 23.25 million in 24. Um, tell you what, the value of Khalil Mack has gone down, and, and there's been a lot of, oh look, we got Khalil Mack and Bosa together. Um, this this defense, all of a sudden, is is this, and all of a sudden that, and you know, it'd be great if. Khalil Mack hasn't been dealing with injuries. It'd been great if Khalil Mack was coming off a season that he didn't just play seven games. Um, but the, the facts are that, you know, Khalil Mack is not the same Khalil Mack that Chicago um sent two first round picks, a third round pick and a sixth round pick to the Raiders. Um, beginning back in two thousand eighteen, um the two thousand eighteen season and making him the highest paid defender in NFL history. Um but because of that, that making them the highest paid and the injuries um the the chicago bears and, and really trying to change the direction and trying to make the bears relevant again has caused uh them to decide to come off with Khalil Mack um, a pricey penny for the chargers i mean you you're talking. Forty five, He's talking sixty two, sixty three million dollars, almost sixty four million dollars over the next three years for a player that made the Pro Bowl in two thousand and eighteen. Um 20 was okay seasons. Twenty twenty one like I said, only played six or seven games. Um, a player that is is injuries Especially the foot injury um, has kind of caused the production to go down, the play time to go down, missing missing ten games last season alone. Um, I mean, lucky you you're, you got the rookie quarterback and a rookie contract, so at this point you can you can afford to come off some money, but it's going to be a point when you're you're. Uh, quarterbacks no longer on a rookie deal, and you're going to make decisions. And I just don't see this being—I I, I see this being an experiment. I, I see this 2022, 20, 23, and 24. Khalil Mack plays for the Chargers. After that, I don't know if I see Khalil Mack even playing in the NFL. Um, and if so, at a probably a veterans minimum kind of deal, unless things change dramatically. Um, I, I just can't see teams keep forking out this type of money. Highest paid defender, um, and and a player that is unable to stay healthy enough to be on the field. Um, Bobby Wagner was cut by the Seattle Seahawks. Um this whole conversation, this this whole topic is kind of an interesting topic to me. As uh Wagner went on to say crazy part about all this is I played for 10 years and I didn't even hear that I wasn't coming back. Um, and this this brought up the whole loyalty conversation. And it's funny. Because that's the first thing that everybody wants to throw up every time when a player gets cut or traded is where is the loyalty where 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 is the, the the loyalty to these owners and you know they they expect um the, these players to stay loyal and everything else first of all There's no such thing. When it comes to owning a business, there's really no such thing as loyalty. Um, Either you perform and you get paid or you don't perform and you get cut or fired. Um, Wagner, a defensive player, playing at the level he's played at 10 years into his, his career, is not playing at the level he played at once upon a time um and then the amount of money you're wanting makes it even more difficult for Seattle who is now pretty much in a rebuild as they went ahead and sent Russell Wilson on his way um now you're now you're, now you're needing cap space so instead of holding on to a a veteran player that's on the backside of his career that's going to take up cap space they decide to move in a different direction, and it's funny because at my current job, if they come in tomorrow and say, "You know what? You're not performing to the level we need you to perform. You're you're not you're not performing to our expectations. You're you're on you know you're you're, you're not a value to this organization." Can let me go, and nobody's going to yell and scream and cry that they're not loyal to me. Just like I can put in my notice and work out my notice, basically my contract, and nobody's going to cry, fuss, or moan about loyalty. See, what what's funny is the loyalty is fine. For those that want to preach it when it's got to do with contracts. Well, they're not loyal. They're not paying him what they want, what he wants to get paid. That, that's got nothing to do with loyalty. And, and nobody, can, nobody is saying that you can't go to a different team when your contract's up. For those that want to hold out and those that are demanding trades in the middle of their contract, you sign a contract. You knew exactly you have people, you have lawyers, you have agents that read these contracts. They do this stuff for a living. So you're fully aware of what you're walking into, what you're agreeing to. That's like Devontae Adams. Everybody's got themselves in a the whole situation here. Because the fact that you decided... I don't know why, we've had this conversation before, that you're going to pay Aaron Rodgers to to be the highest paid player in the history of the sport. You're going to pay him, you're going to give him a four-year, $200 million extension. So now you have Odiva Rodgers here complaining because he has nobody to play with. So the Green Bay Packers are not going out getting these players. And we've talked about this. We've talked about the fact that when Seattle made their run, you had a bunch of players on rookie contracts. You could afford to get all those players. You could have had the Legion of Boom. You could have Russell Wilson. You could have the receivers. You could have Marshawn Lynch. You could have all those pieces you had because you had a lot of these players on rookie contracts that were not – Hitting your market cap or your salary cap to an extent that you you can afford all these players. Then once everybody started being greedy and demanding more money and not, well, if you're not going to pay me, then I'm going to go elsewhere. And you put Seattle in a position to you know, you pick and choose which ones you're going to keep because you couldn't keep them all. No longer were you perform performing the level that, as a team as you were because you couldn't keep all the pieces. We're starting to see the same thing with Kansas City. When everybody was on rookie contracts to include um, Patrick Mahomes, it was easy to have all these all these top players. But then when you have Mahomes go out and want a $500 million contract and you, you want this person wanting more money and you want that person wanting more money, well, now you've got to pick and choose who you're going to keep and who you're not going to keep. You got Johnson on the defensive side, what ninety five million dollars? Like you now, you got to pick and choose because you only got so much money to spend. And here now we roll in the same thing with Rogers. Rogers thought it was bad before that he only had certain, only could get certain people to go play in Green Bay with him. That he felt that Green Bay Packers weren't bringing in an, enough A list players to come play and, and help his cause to win a Super Bowl. Do you honestly think it got any harder? Not only that, Devontae Adams says, you know what, you're not going to slap the franchise tag on me. You're going to pay me. So now you have what is the highest paid player in the entire sport and the receiver who wants to be the highest paid receiver in the NFL wanting to trying to coexist on the same thing. And then expect to put a super bowl caliber team around all that be able to afford a team it's not going to happen mathematically there's no way it don't matter which calculator you use it don't matter if you use a calculator upside down side upside down sideways upside right it don't matter how you use that calculator it don't matter if you use a triple A, double A, C, D 9 volt battery it. it don't matter no matter how you punch those numbers in Mathematically, it's not going to fit. That's why people can say all they want to say about Tom Brady. That man never took a max contract. Say, <laughs> so you know what? I would rather have pieces around me. That's why he's got bling on both hands. That's <laughs> why so the Patriots won the won the conference year after year after year. That's why they was able to bring in a Randy Moss. And bringing in Ford, and Kronkowski, and Hernandez, and, and the list went on forever. Brady wasn't greedy with it. He would rather have an offensive line protect him, and him be able to play now, twenty-three years in the NFL, versus worrying about having max contract, not having anybody protect him, and not gone to Super Bowl, Super Watch, Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> million average annual salary comes out to $2,941,176 a game. You might as well say $3 million a game. 60-minute game, that's $49,000. That's some change. A minute. This man is getting paid. And you wonder why you can't get a team around you. Better yet, on average, the offense is on the field half the time. The defense is on the field half the time. So, on average, Aaron Rodgers plays about 30 minutes a game. I mean, he's actually getting paid a little over $98,000 a minute. You wonder why you're in the predicament. That's probably why he still ain't signed that actual contract yet. And if he's holding out signing this contract that he agreed to in hopes that that pushes the green bay packers to sign Devonte adams versus franchise tag him which is stupid to hold out on because like, you get paid about the same you're just not guaranteed a contract or guaranteed money i never understood that They were just breaking that down speak for speak for yourself like they were talking about a receiver that, that took the franchise tag like three or five years straight. They were paid top-five receiver money every year. It's not like you're still getting paid market value. You don't get the guarantee contract or the guarantee money, and you're not labeled as the highest paid. pretty much only threw to one receiver. So in hindsight, even though statistically it says that Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the NFL, was he truly? Or is the fact that because of the situation in Green Bay and the contract already in place, you really couldn't afford to get a top receiver or any more receivers out there. So you really only had one receiver that you felt comfortable and confident in throwing to. So, of course, his stats looked really good because you only threw it to one person pretty much the whole year anyway. It's going to be interesting to see how this this whole thing plays out and how unhappy so it's a four-year extension. So that means he's got this year, which I think he's paid something like forty-six million dollars this year. Then it's a four-year, four-year extension after that. So he's at least be Green Bay for the next five years, which I think is insane anyway. I mean, what forty-three, forty-two, forty-three year old quarterback deserves fifty million dollars a year? I don't think any of them deserve that kind of money anyway but you you got a lot you're putting a lot of faith in this man is gonna be able to play at a fifty million dollar a year level at forty seven years old, and we've seen what one quarterback in the history of the sport Tom Brady play at that kind of level in his forties. Kinda of curious to see how long it takes the fans to get tired of hearing the crying and, and the nagging uh, of Aaron Rodgers and not having a team and not having receivers when you locked up. I think they said something like twelve point some odd percent. If your quarterback takes up at least twelve some twelve point some percent of the team's salary, that team does not go to the Super Bowl. Hell, Aaron Rodgers can't hardly ever win in the playoffs anyway. He you know, got what one Super Bowl run. And think God knows how many years he's been at it. Other notables. Amari Cooper. Um Say <laughs> what Cowboy fans are not happy about this. And this is why <laughs> this is why you don't pay the ridiculous contracts. Going ahead and gave Zeke. I mean, I decided the Zeke thing wasn't really Dallas's fault. <laughs> At the time, Zeke was the best running back in the NFL. Uh, did you overpay maybe, but you only had a few running backs running at the level the Zeke was running at, so you 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 kind of had to pay what you had to pay to keep Zeke in the backfield. Unfortunately for the Cowboys, ever since Cowboys paid Zeke the money, they paid Zeke the performance, the performance, the the play time, and everything's gone down. It's the whole Dak Prescott contract. That's that's where you fumbled it at. You got sucked into. Paying quarterback of what the going rate is i i I don't understand the whole terminology, but just because one quarterback gets paid a certain amount doesn't mean every quarterback from that point forward needs to be paid that much or more that's not what that means just because you 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 have one team owner, one general manager, one head coach, whoever decides to overpay for a, a quarterback or feel that their quarterback is, is deserving of this money or loyal to this money, that we're going to pay him this money, does not mean that from that point forward, well, the next contract's got to match that, it'll be better. Well, the next quarterback contract's got to match that, it'll be better. The next one after that's got to match it. That, that, you guys are you, – you've got these – You got all these teams deciding they they and you're allowing these quarterbacks to do this to y'all. Well, Deshaun Watson got paid this amount of money, and Patrick Mahomes got paid this this amount of money. So I I should be able to fall with what stats I have. You base it off stats of a bunch of games. You won like three games, and most of the yards and touchdowns that Dak had before his injury was circled around garbage time yards and touchdowns. I, I know he accumulated a lot of yards on Cleveland after he was up by four touchdowns. So you overpaid for Zeke. And i like I said, I'm not blaming you on the Zeke thing. You you had to do what you had to do. At a time, Zeke was the best running back in the NFL. Unfortunately, things changed quickly once you got that money. But then you said severely overpaid for Dak Prescott, and now you can't afford to keep Amari Cooper, who was your top receiver, most consistent receiver. not only was you unable to keep him, you essentially traded Amari Cooper for a fifth-round pick. Is what it boils down to. Cleveland gets Amari Cooper and a sixth-round pick. Cowboys get a fifth-round pick and a sixth-round pick. So basically, Cleveland gives up a fifth round and a sixth round. Well, basically, Dallas gives up Amari Cooper in a sixth round, and Cleveland gives them a fifth round and a slightly better sixth round pick. Call it what you want, but basically, it's a wash. Basically, you got Amari Cooper for a fifth round pick at the end of the day. What's worse out for Cleveland? Because no OBJ, and. Cleveland says we're not paying, and we're we're not changing the contracts with Landry, who was what do sixteen point six million dollar cap this year, no guaranteed money. I um, left on the final year, so Cleveland said, if you want to go pursue trade opportunities or whatever, we'll let you go do that and went ahead and just went ahead and let uh Javaris Landry go on his way um I kind of like Landry. I, I I don't know the money. It was worth I think Cleveland's wanting to restructure that contract, make it more of a valuable contract. So I'm hoping with the additional Mari Cooper, you still got Najuku. You got uh a couple other key pieces, uh Cope Caldwell, um see was another piece. I think we got a, a pretty solid. I'd like to add one more good, valid, and maybe this draft we'll get something. Just maybe get uh, Chris Alave from Ohio State, um, or even the other receiver um, Garrett Wilson, um, to kind of solidify things. Um, kind of interested to see how the quarterback position plays out. Um, still, the, 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 it looks like the front office is not real enthused about this whole Baker Mayfield on contract situation. I, I know there's been a lot of talks and Cleveland being uh, in the talks for Deshaun Watson. Um, even though he's been cleared so far of everything doesn't mean that everything's a hundred percent done and over. So it doesn't mean he's totally clear of everything. Um, and it doesn't mean Cleveland has enough, to give up for Amari Cooper, or I'm sorry, for Deshaun Watson, or is willing to give up as much as needed. Um, there's no, no necessarily a, a reason to sell the farmhouse, um, everything in the farmhouse, for one player. Um, it kind of defeats everything you build on. Worst case scenario, you, know, you go ahead and use Baker Mayfield as last year of this contract. And then you look into the next year's draft. Um, as next year's draft, the quarterback quality gets a lot better. Um, this year you're, you're kind of stuck in the position you are. It's either you use Baker Mayfield this year or you find another quarterback this year. You don't really want to draft. The garbage the garbage is coming out this year. But there ain't really nothing coming out. Um, Kirk Cousins, like I said, he uh, got a uh, one-year, $35 million fully guaranteed extension. He has now uh, signed three fully guaranteed contracts with the Vikings, and his $158.9 million in earnings between 2016 and 2021 are the most by any player in the NFL over that period by the end of 2023 season, he will have earned $23.7 million. I tell you what, I wish I could be a 500 at best person in life and get paid $23.7 million. Um, Regular season wise, Kirk Cousins is 59, 59 and two. I mean, you don't get much more 500 than that. Um, Playoffs—he's one and two. a 66.9 completion percentage, uh, um, passing 223 touchdowns, 91 interceptions—about as average you can get. And somehow this man finds a way to get paid. I don't know what the secret is. And this is one of those whole market value things because you—you you, got to pay the value of where everybody's at. And based on what is available, and unfortunately for the Minnesota Vikings, there's not a lot out there available. And so either you got to pay Kurt Cousins what market value is, um, and what is being determined by other um, by other quarterbacks and other teams, or you're stuck with the lesser quarterback. Carson Wentz is talking about a lesser quarterback. Carson Wentz got traded to the Washington football team, um, the Commanders. Um, Colts received 2022 third-round pick, 2023 third-round pick. Um, that escalates to a second rounder if Carson Wentz plays 70% of snaps. Um, in a 2022 second-round pick, the Commanders get Carson Wentz. Um, really not that much of a prize there. And uh, 2022 second-round pick. Um, crazy thing is, is the Commanders' Super Bowl odds went from a 60-to-1 odds down to a 75-to-1 odds. Odds got worse having Carson Wentz. Um who had a lot of hype when he came out and it was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles who actually traded up um and gave a lot up to even gave a lot up to Cleveland to get Carson Wentz. Um and has just watched his career slowly but surely just deteriorate. Um, Washington will be paying his full twenty eight million dollars due this year, which includes a five million dollar roster bonus due next week. Um, so the commanders gave up a lot for a quarterback that has not done a lot. I mean, obviously they're in a better position of where they're at quarterback-wise. Um, unfortunately for the commanders, that's not saying anything at all, really. Um, and, and fortunately for Carson Wentz, that gives them an opportunity to still get paid and still have a position in the NFL. Um, Russell Wilson found himself traded as well. Um, Denver is trading its 2022 first-round pick, which was the ninth overall pick. Its 2023 first-round pick is 2022 second-round pick, which is the 40th overall, and another second-round pick in 2023, and a 2022 fifth to acquire Wilson. Um, the Broncos will also receive a 2022 fourth-round pick in return. And additionally, tight end Noah Faint is reportedly being sent to Seattle. It's crazy how all that works. It's, it's funny reading these trades, and it's just like the Cleveland. Uh, we're going to give you Amari Cooper and a sixth-round pick. You're going to give us a fifth-round pick and a sixth-round pick. Um, I mean, what – do you think you're going to accomplish in the sixth round? So instead of having the 100th pick, um, you're going to have the 98th pick in in this round. Like, I I don't get this whole concept here. Um, You you just think there would be better value or just not even worry about that point of instead of just swapping six-round picks for somebody. Uh, But anyway, um, so yeah. Russell Wilson goes to the Denver Broncos. Aaron Rodgers stays home and becomes the highest-paid player in NFL history. Carson wins to the uh, Washington Commanders. Kirk Cousins and gets a contract extension, $35 million guaranteed, most paid, uh, most in earnings between 2016 and 2021 in NFL history or during that time, over that time anyway. Uh, Amari Cooper to the Browns um, for a swap of a few draft picks. Bobby Wagner cut by Seattle. Um, Russell Wilson is lobbying for uh, the the Denver Broncos to uh, pick up Wagner. We'll see how that plays out. Khalil Mack to the Los Angeles Chargers. Tom Brady out of retirement. And the crazy thing is, i say that was probably at best 75% of just the NFL accident went on this last week. Told you it was a busy week and crazy week. Uh, don't forget tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, you can catch Race Chat Live with Chris, Craig, and Taz. Uh, make sure you guys tune in, check them out. Also, don't forget you guys can uh, check out Phoenix Fitness over at fnxfit.com. Make sure you use uh, code FNX. I-Z-Z-K, get 15% off um, and, and get you guys some great quality uh, products, and get you guys ready for this summer. Um, I will be back in the studio Monday night. Um, we're going to get... Oh, I didn't even get into the Dagon Major League Baseball um... um... Rule changes. Twelve team expanded postseason. They've added more to it. Um, Universal DH, in other words, American League and National League now will have DH hitters. Nine inning games and double headers. No runners on base to start extra inning. We'll get more into that and into the major league baseball trades and signings next week on the show. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at one ten nation. Make sure you guys follow or like us on Facebook, the one ten nation sports